the 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. Let the word go out from here across the land that Daddy Noonan uh, approves of the 19th Hole Podcast. Insane. That's all I'm going to say. Insane. Insane's not even the right word. It was just more of uh, I, 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 I don't even know if you're saying the right no, word. Seriously, seriously. All right, let, look, let, let me just set the stage, folks. We are recording this week's podcast. We literally just watched the last putts. Congratulations to Team Daily. More on them in a minute. But we literally just watched the PNC Championship. We were texting nonstop amongst the group. Uh, insane. It uh, insane is not even the right. It's not even the right word. I mean, it's insane double. I mean, uh, it it was just uh, eleven straight birdies. Yeah, it, it should have had twelve. Let's be honest; should've should've had, they, sh- they should have had twelve. They were going, they're going for the eagle. You know, they were going for the eagle on on yes. eighteen, but should have had twelve. Oh, absolutely! I won't deny that they should have had twelve easily. They got a little greedy on on eighteen. There were some of their chip shots, but you know, more importantly, I mean, you know, the the comeback season has officially begun for Tiger. Um, I, I've never been more in tune to a sporting event the last 10 months than I did today watching TV. I, I, have been so involved I, I said, I said at the golf course yesterday, we, we were watching it at, uh, at Eagle Ridge and I'm telling you right now, we were sat there and I said, I put this, you got the majors. Yeah. You've got Ryder cup. Mm-hmm. And I put this, I hate to say it. I hate to tell, I hate to tell the PGA tour, but I put I, I put this well ahead of the players' championship. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I think what they're doing for the game right now is absolutely tremendous. Um, I mean, it's you know seeing Nelly Corda play, see see all the PGA Tour players in a different atmosphere with their sons around and, and stuff like that. You know, it's just it was an amazing event. PNC deserved like hats off to them for an incredible event that they put on. Um, I remember the CFO was on today. Um, talking to NBC and, and, and I mean, hats off to him for what he's done and, and what he's going to do. You know what, when they, when they, pencil, when they penciled that uh, sponsorship, you know, now a number of years ago, did yep. they ever think that they were going to get what they got for the last two seasons? No, absolutely not. I mean, now it's like, there, there's going to be a waiting list now to get in this because they've I, 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 seriously, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't even know which way to start. We have no show notes. Yeah, but perfect. We don't even need him for this show. We, we, you know we, I, mean? we, I literally don't know how to take this conversation right now. Let's talk about the business side of it. If I'm PNC, you're exactly right. Ian Poulter brought his son to the event just to meet Charlie. Yeah. Bubba goes on, Inst- on, on uh, social and is tweeting that I guess his son got to hit a few balls on Friday, applauding everybody and saying, Thank you for letting my son hit a few shots. There is the everyone that's growing up in the age of social media and TV in the last 20 years that is a major champion that now has children. They are lining up at the at the door to play in this event. And PNC deserves they're, they're gonna they're gonna get everything they deserve from the sponsorship, not these money, this that money on this thing. 100 percent And you know, it's not even it's what, what they could do, they can, they can continue to grow not only this event, but they can continue to grow the game of golf in such a positive way. Imagine if they had a field 
like a U.S. Open for a PNC. Imagine if there was 80, 80 fathers and sons or 80 professional golfers and a family member playing an event like that, not just limiting it to about 20 to 30. You, you know what I mean? Like they well, I, I mean, I got I to gotta believe they're going – I mean, I realize they're up against daylight, and they're, even though it's Florida and what have you. You know, they get a few more extra minutes of daylight than us here in the Northeast this time of year. But yeah. I got to believe they're taking this thing to 24 next year. I have not to believe be, it. Because think be. about it. Like Brooks Kepka could play in it next year with his dad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so many yeah. other guys that could play in it. That's just like there's so many handful of people. Morikawa. Morikawa. Rory McElroy, for example. You know what I mean? Like there's so many guys that can play in this event that I, I, I bet you right now, Rory, Colin, Brooks, Bryson, all these guys that are watching that event this weekend. Not only I'm not even talking about Tiger. I'm talking about just wanting to play in it with a family member, their dad, you know, whoever it is. That 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 has to pump them up to playing it next year. It has to. But don't you don't you agree that it's it's? I mean, obviously, Andrew. He's by the way, it's it's Alan and Christian this week. Andrew's doing Christmas shopping. Um, it's more special, just like when we went out and smoked the field this summer and the charity event. It's more yeah. special when you're doing it with your kid. It is more no, special. No, disre- no, dis- no disrespect. I mean, if you're yeah. doing it with a father-in-law or whatever, when you're doing it with your son son or daughter, and that yeah. son or daughter is younger, that makes it what, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, you, you see a different side of Tiger this week than any other week on the PGA Tour. And, you know, you, you saw that competitiveness come out in him. I mean, hell, I've never seen more of a replica of Tiger Woods and watching Charlie the last two days. <laughs> From the club twirls to the putter up in the air when he makes a bomb, you know, just just to the shots that he hits. This kid is not only special, but he's so unique in what he does. This kid's going to be on tour one day. The, the the zip action that he puts on a ball from a chip shot at 12 years old, I can't even do that. And right. I play Division One golf. Right. You know what I mean? I could zip it from a certain amount of distances away. Right. But from what he does, and obviously he learns from the best. But well, still, I mean, yeah, yeah, and and you don't want. If you remember this, the week after this last year, when he burst on this, you know, and, and Tiger knew putting him into the fishbowl, mm-hmm. right? And I also applaud Tiger as a parent because guess what? He refuses to let him talk to the media. Yeah. He's not going to do that to his kid. They they get to they get to see him from afar, and and you know they and select people get to have a little insight here and there, but. He's not, he's not, he knew, he knew going in the fishbowl it was going to create by putting his kid in that situation. He responded last year. We had Brendan Elliott, little Linksters, our good friend down in Florida does a lot with junior golf. And he said, you know, it's, it's premature. Here's year two. I still think it's premature. You know, we watched, we watched little John Daly grow up right at this event. And now he's playing D one at Arkansas. Yeah. And I mean, the thing with the thing that with Charlie that, like you said, he has the resources. I mean, my God, his dad's got three holes sitting in the backyard that yeah. he just. <laughs> exactly. It's not even it's not even just that. It's just the fact that, like, you know, Charlie at, at 12 years old can come out here. In my opinion, he could smoke any of anybody, you know, anytime because I don't care what TZ plays. You know what I mean? You got to hit the shots when they count. You know, well, this year, they, this year they made him play. Place. This year they made him play 500. They they lengthened the the course 500 yards further back. Yeah, which is even more impressive for him. Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, that, this kid again, he's 12 years old and he's hitting shots that he's. I, I've never. I, I, it's like it's just it's just such a treat to watch. You know, a 12 year old do that. You know, and it's just like you know, I I told I told Allison earlier today. I go. I've never seen a cocky 12 year old more of more of a cocky 12 year old in my life, and I absolutely love it. 
How about how about the little how about the little money when they're you know, the practice? Exactly. Play? I love it. It was so good for the game. Tiger, I mean, he was just the most proud person on that property the last oh, he two does, and he deserved to be. You yeah. know, it was a Christmas gift for all golfers to even watch him play in the first place. Because given 10 months ago what he's been through the last 10 months, it's been, you know, we almost lost a great one. And, yeah. you know, just the fact that he was able to play not even at a hundred percent and he's still hitting hell of a shots. He's still piping at almost 300 yards on basically one and a half leg really. Yeah. You know, and oh, he, he, yeah, he, without, without question, he grimaced a few times. I mean, if you go back to go back to Saturday's round, go back to Saturday's round, he, uh, I mean, they, they were three off the pace. If I remember correctly, they really, they played good. They didn't play great. You know, they didn't, they didn't make putts. Like they, I mean, today's round, it was just insane. 11 in a row. And like we, like we said, before we started recording should have been 12. We obviously they're going for the Eagle on, on, yeah. on 18, but. But think about it. The Eagle 18, right. If they, again, like that was two, that was probably the two worst shots they've hit all day were both of their approach shots into 18. Absolutely. Okay. Those were the yep. two worst shots they hit all day, but think about it on the front nine hole. Number five, they part a par five. If they get up and down for birdie on, in front of the green there, as well, yeah. they make birdie. They make eagle there. They win the event. You know what I mean? So, or, or just birdie, birdie, and they and they're and they're in a tie. Absolutely, they have to be the head-on favor for next year to win it. I would be stunned if they didn't. You know, again, just it, it was. It's just such an amazing event to watch, and the golf community. You know, they should be pumped up today after watching that. I mean, how I'm pumped up right now in upstate New York. I want to go play golf, but I can't because it's 28 degrees outside. Yeah, and a brisk. Exactly. It'll be a little brisk out, but Hey, I'm, I'll be down in sunny South Carolina for Christmas and I already got a tea time plan. So I'll be playing. Ooh, golf. Nice. Where are you playing? Uh, I'm going to be playing shelter Cove a little bit. My, I'm going to get my dad out. Maybe Harbortown, maybe Harbortown. Nice. ever know, depending on the weather and stuff, nice. you know, may have to spend a few extra bucks and go play a road trip. Court. I might have to come see you. <laughs> hey, you're more than welcome, man. You're part of the family. So you're more than welcome. I mean, I'll tell you what, how about, and they, and they even put a little strategy into it today. And, and we probably talk about some other people, but really no disrespect to everybody else. The storyline was, was those two. Oh, I don't need to be, I don't mean to be rude, but like, I don't think any person, unless you're a family member of that particular person, I don't think any of them cared to watch anybody else besides Tiger and, and Charlie. Well, I mean, it, goes back, it, it, it goes back to, the, it, you know, it goes back to even Phil. I, I, I applaud, I applaud Tiger. He, look how much more money he made for, for my family. I mean, they, they all understand yeah. Char, or, uh, Tiger is the needle. <laughs> and, yeah. and I mean, and Charlie was just like, it was insane. Like it, from the beginning, insane. Yeah, there's not what, even what, what hole was that? 13 or, 13 or 14, which hole? 13 or 14 where he drives it over the green. Drives it over the green from 250 yards away at 12 years old. I'm not driving at 250 plus yards. Are you kidding uh -huh. me? Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. You know, it was just spectacular to watch. I, I, I can't wait to watch him do it again. I can't wait to watch him grow as a golfer, you know, and it, like you like alluded to earlier, we watched a little John Daly grow up now when he was a kid. Now he's playing golf at Arkansas. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're the dominant factor right there because this kid plays collegiate and John's still got a lot left in the bag they're a tough team to beat if you know what i mean well i like one of the texts i sent to you i mean yeah. they really have two tour professionals on that team i mean you're you're playing yeah. d1 at that level and you know john john daly senior because especially since he's playing up a tee i mean 
he, he still cooks it and he's playing up a tee from everybody else. He's not playing at the 7,100 yards. I mean, the golf course, the golf course, it was flat. It's flat golf course. It's typical resort golf course. It's set up to make birdies. Um, no disrespect to any of them out there, obviously, because they made a lot of birdies. But I mean, that the John Daly team is stacked. That's no, a strong, strong times a million right now. 100%. Yeah. I mean, his son, phenomenal player. That kid, I'll tell you what, that kid can move the ball. That kid can, his, his, angle of attack coming into the golf ball is just absolutely it's it's almost like disrespectful of the golf ball it's it's that good yeah you know but I, and I, I forgot who I, I don't know whoever said it on NBC today but they were talking about Charlie Woods's swing and the mechanic of Charlie Woods's swing if he was about you know 15 years older he would take that swing at 12 years old over anybody right now on tour with just, no. just the motion of it and how and how easy it looks and all this other stuff I can't disagree how about how about the the comment that Lee Trevino, if he wasn't playing, would be there just so we could watch Charlie? I, I'm not, <laughs> I I agree a thousand percent. I mean, again, I I don't. I'm not going to. I mean, we don't want to. We don't want to lump. We don't want to lump it on. We we are obviously jumping on the bandwagon as we did last year, but we don't want to lump it on and say this guy's the, the kid's the next coming of Tiger because I don't think that's going to be the case. But there's no doubt that he's got a path to to stardom potentially he could yeah. he, he's he's got he's a celebrity as it is right now that his mystique his mystique is growing mm-hmm. um the 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 team thomas i mean let's be honest if if mike who is a phenomenal pga golf professional phenomenal teacher if if his back if he's in a little bit better health they're right i mean they were still right there because jt played insanely well oh insanely well i mean again like you know, there was, there was a video or there was a, they did a side-by-side comparison of JT swing on the reachable par four. And I think, I think maybe 15, 14 in that range on the back nine. And you notice how his, his swing was a little more in depth, right? Meaning like, like wider than normal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you, you looked at his front foot on the swing that he really goes after it. It looks like ready to swing a baseball bat. Yeah. He lifts it up. It's just so cool. I mean, JT's phenomenal golfer. We don't got to sit here and talk about him because everybody just knows that he's, he's a top well, I mean that's player. Andrew's boy so therefore I mean because it's Andrew's boy you know he's gonna be phenomenal well of course absolutely you know I mean, and speaking of Andrew's boys let's let, let's make another let's, like I said we have no show notes so we're rambling folks I'm making this we're making this crap up as we go along here let's let's use another statistic Tiger swing speed was equal Morikawa's swing mm-hmm. speed the world number two and Tiger swing speed is the same. So the swings, and you know what? You, you could tell the swing wasn't the same. I mean, you got obviously, duh. But I mean, this, he still got the, he still has the speed to be able to cook it and get out there and play with it. I don't, I think he's right. I don't think he'll ever play with maybe with the best, but you never know. You know, it puts together one great, one great four day stretch someplace. He's going to be so selective in his future. I think I think you're going to see Tiger play maybe maybe eight tournaments a year going forward. If that, I mean, I, I still think personally, I still think Augusta is a stretch for him. You know, he's still. In oh, I, I, I'd you know? be. I I think he. I think mentally, he wants to be at Augusta. Just say that he made it back to Augusta in 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 that amount of time. I think it will be excruciating on him to try to walk those hills. 
Everybody in the golf community doesn't want him to rush it, right? I mean, rehab is rehab. You don't want to rush that. You know what I mean? Especially the significant of his injury that's happened to him. He's got 120. Uh, He's got 120 days to build endurance, and and and, I mean, you know, I made that mistake before counting out somebody like a Tiger Woods, and um, I'm never going to do that again. You know, I'm never going to count somebody like him out. You know, I never say never with him at the end of the day because he's proven to us time after time after time again, and after surgeries. Um, that he can come back out here and win against the best players in the world. He was ripping it past JT to yeah. this week. Like what? Yeah. yeah. Ripping it past JT. Like, it, you know, Tiger doesn't need to hit the ball, you know, 350 yards to, to, to win. If he's piping at 280 to 285 with how good of a, he, of an iron player he is and how good of a putter he is. And the way, yeah, the way he works it in. I mean, oh that's God. that whole video that you saw on, on, on social where Trevino's yeah. talking to Charlie about you're right. And, and here's Trevino who Hogan actually said was maybe one of the best ball strikers ever, the way he oh, can work the ball yeah. and move the ball around. And yet he turns around and says, here's the best Charlie, here's your dad. He's the best ball striker ever. And, 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 and Tiger being Tiger, oh, come on, you know. And he's talking about spinning wedges in over ponds, and Charlie's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, 100%. So, yeah, I, I just – I didn't want the event to end. I, no. I really didn't want it to end. I wish it was 36 holes. They could have just kept going. But I did see Tiger grimacing a lot on that leg, you know, and I, and I noticed on 18 when he went to go down and read a putt on 18 at that one camera angle, he it, that hurt him. To, to go down there and try to read that putt. And he knew that he wasn't thinking about his leg at that particular time. All he thought about was making that putt, but his body told him like, whoa, 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 can't go that low yet. You know, I think, I think it was the tee shot on 16. You see him turn around and walk back, walk as he's going back to the cart. Oh yeah. And you can very noticeable limp at that point, but we're talking about specific tee shots. Let's talk about 17. Okay. <laughs> 169 yeah. yard part. 169 yards. 12 years old, every camera in the world, every golfer in the world is watching you. You're in the front, you're in the, you're, you're in the heat of a battle of a quasi tour event. I mean, and he throw Charlie Woods throws it in there to like three feet short-sided between the, the water and the flag. Oh yeah. Kahunis. <laughs> there are just, uh, there are no words for that. It makes the part himself. That he just hit. And makes I mean, the putt himself. Given the pressure, given the circumstances of the event and, and where they stood at that time, he Charlie was just like, screw this. I'm I'm gonna take this one, Dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and he hit the best shot of the day. Not anybody was closer. He said that flag, I don't care if there's water left of it. He went right at it. Phenomenal shot from 170 yards. Probably a stock five iron for him, four iron for him, maybe. But and he but, picked but it. But Christian, here he didn't he didn't miss hit a shot. All day. No. He led Tiger the two days. He did not – I mean, he did not miss hit that one shot where he stands over and suddenly, you know, goes left, they left, and it goes into the agua. You know, he, he, he like he, he did not miss hit. Everything was solid. Everything was on play. It was it was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, and I said to you beforehand – Somebody else made a reference that he is not even, you know, great. We, we throw in all these accolades on on this kid that he's not even ranked in the top 100. I saw that one on Twitter also. He's not even ranked in the top 100. And he does. If you go, go ahead, folks, Google Charlie Woods. Some of his tournament scores are like in the upper 80s. 
that golf swing today is not an upper 80s golf. Swing. I mean, that's insane. Uh, it, 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 that's just the beauty of golf, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've shot 85 in a college round before, and I bounced back with a 72 the next day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a mid-80 golfer. I'm more of a low 70 to mid-70 golfer. But, like, you have those days where sometimes you're just not playing well. You know what I mean? It's just it, it's just the nature and beauty of golf. But I, I think given the circumstances and maybe – Maybe he's just more relaxed when his dad's there watching him. Maybe he's, you know, maybe his dad coaches. I mean, it, it probably, it probably doesn't know. hurt. It probably doesn't hurt having the uh, having the goat standing behind you, knowing yeah, he's right? going to hit the shot, right? I mean, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be bad having him teach you golf every single day, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I do think Charlie has a very bright future, and I, I, regardless of what college he goes to, I think he'll he'll make an immediate impact on that on that you know university. So, so here's a question. Do you think he, do you think he has our good friends, the perfect practice putting mat in, at, uh, in his house? thousand percent. thousand percent. Well, it, it'll probably be inside for those rainy days because he'll have a, he has a three court, like a three hole golf course outside in his backyard. Oh yeah. With a, with yeah. a garage door that opens up where he, uh, and oh, he's, you know, he's able to stand out there and hit balls in any weather condition. But I mean, Perfect practice putting mat, our good friend, the official putting aid at Golf Doc Live in the 19th hole podcast. GTL 15, uh, to enjoy 15% off on the promo. It is You can roll it up. You can take it anywhere, folks. I'm looking at mine sitting right here in the office. Uh, if you want something that Nellie Corda, we haven't even gotten to her yet, Nellie Corda, Dustin Johnson, the world's top players use, this is the product for you. Uh, we greatly appreciate their support. And if you really want to improve your especially if you're in the Northeast or in the upper state, upper half of the country, you want to improve your golf game this winter. Perfect practice putting a mat, check them out. I guarantee everybody, every tour player probably got one. Um, let's talk about Nellie Corda. How cool. <laughs> she was a fan. She was a fan. She's like every other American golfer right now that, that goes up and sees Tiger Woods and basically but, doesn't want to say to him. Hi, hi, Tiger. Can I get your picture? <laughs> yeah, like she, 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 and she doesn't know what to say to him, nor does anybody else. You know? I mean, it was so, it was so real, raw emotion. Twenty-three-year-old superstar, number one women's player in the world, and she and her father did spectacular, also. Absolutely. And she's just, she's starstruck going up to Tiger. <laughs> I, I think anybody would, to be honest with you. I still think, even like given how close like JT and Tiger are, I still think JT, you know, pinches himself every once in a while. He's just like holy shit, like, this is still, like, Tiger Woods. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this isn't just, like, a normal guy off the street. Like, this isn't Christian Mazamas. Like, oh, hey, you know, what's up, dude? How are how you doing? This is, like, the greatest golfer of all time, right? Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. It blew up mm -hmm. on social media. Nelly loved it. And, um, you know, her and her dad played phenomenal. Yeah. Really? 1800. Yeah. It was a great event for them. And oh, um, think, about, think about that family. I mean, you have a world, you have a world champion, um, Australian Open, former tennis pro, Daughter is one's number one. I think Jessica's number twelve right now on the LPGA. The son is like an up and coming top tennis talent. I mean, that's a pretty pretty strong sports lineage right there. Absolutely. And and I would love to see more of the top lady golfers into this. And that's another reason why to expand the event. Yeah, I I think again, I think taking an event like the PNC, I think it's only going to grow the game of golf from here. I think they're going to come up with new and unique ways of of tournaments like this, and I hope they do down the road. Personally, yep, yep. So uh, again, shout out to uh, uh, Team Daily, uh, J JD and JD Two. They were the survivor. 
we also have a survivor, Survivor Golf Tee, the uh, official golf tee of Golf Talk Live in the 19th hole. And the reason it is is because it is guaranteed to add distance. It has been tested. It has height gauge technology that allows for consistent tee depth. The center prong technology allows for less friction off the golf ball. Durability, this thing, you can literally buy them and put them in your bag and you're going to get 100 rounds out of these things. I've shared them with everybody. I've shared them with you, Christian. Anybody that tries it, loves it. Uh, and you can find them on Amazon or SurvivorGolfTea.com. Got to give a shout out to them. And uh, Christian, I, you know what? This would be a perfect time. He, the traveling golfer, our good friend, Tony Leodori, is on assignment. He's still back out in the desert. Let's go. Tony, take it away. Tony's Tea Time this month brings me to one of my favorite properties in all of Arizona, Troon North, two Weisskopf Moorish Design Golf Courses on the same property, the Monument and the Pinnacle. And when you come here, it's good to have a friend. I have Mike Friend. He is the Director of Sales. Mike, <laughs> Troon North is one of the most recognized names in all of golf. Tony, yeah, thanks, and I'm so glad you're a fan of our fan of our property. So, great place to drive to work every day here at True North. Um, we've got the the monument, like you said, the monument and the pinnacle courses. Um, it's you know obviously most of the country's used to tree line golf, and I have, desert golf is so unique, just having the desert landscapes with against the the green grass and um, and the uniqueness. But really, I think what makes True North property so special, the two courses here is. It's desert, but it's also the piece of land that they built on. There's just all these rock formation and boulders and elevation changes, and you get these scenic views you can see all the way across the valley. It just really is a spectacular, uh, both layouts and um, as well as um, you know the, the scenery aside the, from the golf course itself. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, two of the most exciting golf courses that I've played without being too penal. Um, you, can, you can have spectacular golf courses that are no fun to play have a little fun playing at true north i mean there's certainly no pushover either course but it's a lot of fun and of course it's sort of started a bit of a movement for you too yeah that's another really neat thing about our facility here at true north is we um so obviously trune um our parent company that everything trune started here at true north back in 1990 when they opened the monument course was the first 18 holes and then they Things went so well, and they built the second course, Pinnacle, in 96. But as it stands today, Troon, which we um, actively manage over 650 uh, golf courses around the world, we're about 45 of the 50 U.S. states and in 30 different countries. So uh, Troon has become the largest management company in the world, and it's really neat uh, and, and obviously in premier management, and it all started here at this facility at Troon North. Well, obviously 650 650- golf courses managed around the world i better get on my horse i've got a lot more true properties to play (laughs) but i don't know for sure that i'm going to find anything that's as exciting as these particular courses here at um, true north and as you mentioned monument and pinnacle they're on similar pieces of property are they a little different that's a great question Tony, and, and then we get that question all the time. I get like, well, which one's the best golf course? And that's another thing I really love about our property is both courses 
um, are unique. And that's what I personally love about a golf course. When you play a course, every hole looks different. It's not one of those courses where maybe more than half the course looks the same. Um, so you have a different, um, different feel. And then both courses, I personally like Monument the best, but if you walk around and ask the staff which course is your favorite, you get both answers. So it's definitely not one is outshines the other, which makes it really great for, for people. That's why they love to come and play 36 holes and experience both facilities or both courses. Well, I do know you can't get out of this one. I do know you have a favorite hole. So tell us quickly about that one. Yeah, so I, like I said, the Monument course is my favorite, but not by much. But, and the reason I pick Monument because 15 is um, – by my favorite hole on, on, on property and it's a drivable par four. It's just, um, it's just amazing views. It's risk reward. And, um, and it's just, you know, one of those holes that you can try and drive the green, make an Eagle. And if you can also uh, make a big hole. So it is a decision. It puts you, um, and it's near towards the end of your round too. So you got a good round going. You got to make a nice decision on what you want to do. And you mentioned the views from a lot of spots on the property. You have the view of one of the most famous landmarks in the greater Arizona area pinnacle peak right here it dominates a lot of it but i happen to like another view it's the one where you can see forever and it happens all over the course it looks like every hole you can see forever mike it gets my heart racing just to talk about true north but not as much as when i play the two courses there thanks for having us out and telling our listeners a little bit about this magic property. Oh, my pleasure, Tony. Thanks so much for taking the time, and I'm, we're, we're uh, very honored to have, uh, have your uh, True North High on your list. All righty, all righty. We're back. Thank you, Tony. True North Scottsdale, the quintessential uh, location in the Scottsdale market. Uh, it gave, basically, it was the start of the, of the large golf management company, True, it all started right there. I mean, absolutely amazing property. Tom, Tom Weiskopf Designs. Uh, I think I asked you this last week. You ever been out to the desert to play? Uh, no. no. Never been out there yet. And um, honestly, I, I want to go out there. You know, when I, and I mentioned it last time we were on the show when Tuck was out in Vegas playing hockey. I was trying to make it a point to go out to Vegas and play golf with him, you know, but I still got my swing coach out there. So he's over in Scottsdale. So speaking, speaking of Tuck, I think he makes his debut tonight. Makes for, his debut uh, tonight. I know. Big day for the Sabres. Makes his debut back from, back from injury. Makes his debut for his hometown Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Friend, friend of the show. Absolutely. Go Tuck. We're rooting for you. Another friend of the show in ice hockey. We're gonna, this is our little crossover segment. Bruce Boudreau. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. They hired him for the Vancouver Canucks job. Dude has gone, gone 6-0. and oh. Well, he's a phenomenal coach. You know, that's not even, you don't even have to, you know. It's, he's, a hockey, he's a hockey genius is what he is. Yeah. So big shout out to Bruce on, uh, I hope we just didn't jinx him. So, uh, you know, continued success there. Absolutely. And, hey, Bruce, uh, I'm, I'm just warning you right now. If, you know, that streak comes to an end, you got to blame your good old friend, Alan, here. That had nothing to do with me, my man. I, I It's all Alan's fault. I'm blaming it on Andrew. <laughs> No, seriously, congrats on the new role, Bruce. We hope we wish you the best. 19th hole, you know, we're behind you, and you always got a seat open here. So uh, one last question here before we uh, start down the 18th fairway, which is did you, how about your boy Ricky? Has, has his uh, first child uh, back at the end of November, just turns 33. Is Ricky in a better place? Is Ricky making a resurgence in his golf game? Since we're talking about everybody's boy. 
I'd, I'd say Ricky is on a good path to get back to that. I don't think Ricky um, is going to be contending for majors. I don't, I, I truthfully, I don't know. I hope he does by all means. I love Ricky. I love what he does for the game. And I know that he is a very good iconic figure for the PGA tour and a lot of other young kids around the world. Um, do, do, you lump, do, you lump, do you lump him into, um, do you lump him into like the, uh, the Ian Poulters? I was going to say Kucher, but Kucher actually is one. Um, but do you, do you lump him into that, you know, guys that are just, they're really great, but they just never got that, that major. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Cause like, you know, Poulter, Colin, Colin Montgomery, another one. That, that's who I was, yeah. I was reaching, I was reaching well, for people are going to probably put Poulter in the hall of fame for what he did in the Ryder cup, not what he did in a major, you know what yeah. I mean? And Ricky, you could say Ricky's not a hall of famer. I don't think Kucher's a hall of famer, right? They're phenomenal golfers. I just don't think that unless they're, unless Ricky's career drastically changes and he say wins, you know, six majors over the next 10 years, well then that might be in consideration for a hall of fame resume. Well, I think yeah, all four, I'll think all four of those names, Fowler, Poulter, Montgomery, Kucher, I don't think any of them are Hall of Famers. I, I wouldn't put Poulter in the Hall of Fame personally because then again, though, you can make the argument of what he's done in the Ryder Cups. And and, and that's some people top the Ryder Cup more so than a major. Nah. Like you can make the argument for Poulter on that. I don't think you can make it for Monty. I don't think you can make it for Kucher. And I don't definitely don't think you can make it for Ricky yet. You know, but then you look at somebody like a Brooks Kepka right? Who's only won a few majors, but Brooks's resume is way better than Ricky's. He won four, dude. I, I, I'm saying, but like he, it's 10 times better than Ricky's, right? JT winning a couple majors way better than Ricky's resume. You know right. what I mean? So like even Colin Morikawa, right? Colin Morikawa at his age and the career that he's already started out with having two majors, $23 million in the bank so far, he's already up there for hall of fame career. You know, he, he's, he's the next generation, you know, Jordan Spieth's up there as well. I just don't think Ricky is there yet. Do I think Ricky has the ability to become a hall of famer? A hundred percent. But right. I don't think that, I, I hope that he does it. I just don't think he will. He's so one, la one, la one last comment from down at the PNC. I got to ask you this question because we, we deserve to give this kid, kid a shout out also. <laughs> How about little uh, Carl's, um, <laughs> Um, God. Who, Stenson's kid? Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Went blank. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny, especially in the interview yesterday, too. That was that was funny. Rolled his he rolled his, rolled his dad right under the bus. Oh, absolutely. Well, oh, he, hasn't been, he hasn't really hasn't been playing well. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, his dad, I mean, trust me, his dad's been known for a hothead in his, in his life. So, you know. All good. All good. All right, Christian. 18th hole, final shots. Yeah, final shots. You know, congrats to the daily team, daily duo for, uh, you know, getting that getting that dub today um, down in Florida. Well-deserving for them. Um, happy to see John after everything that he's been through the last few months himself with the cancer and everything going on. I'm happy that he can, uh, you know, be on top, share this win with his, with his son. I, I know it's probably very special for him. Hats off to Tiger for competing. You know, hats off to Charlie for a phenomenal event, as well as everybody else that played in that. It's a very special two days down there, and everybody loved it. Um, you know, guys, continue to follow us on social media. I, I say it every week. You know, continue to give us feedback social on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, anything we can do to help you guys and make you guys laugh more or any better content that you guys are looking for, let us know. 
you know, let us know in the comments when we put something on social media. We're doing this for you guys. We want to do it for you guys. And anything we can do to be better we would be greatly appreciated. Um, I mean, that's it really for me. You know, Alan, I, Christmas is coming up this week. You know, I got my last minute Christmas shopping to do still. You know, I always wait till the end of the year to do it. You know, I hate myself for it, but I got it. I got to get give, done. Gift cards, brother. Yeah, right. Tell me about it. I know. Just give everybody gift cards to Amazon or Target or wherever they shop at, and uh, I'll just be good to go from there. So there you go. My final thoughts are this: we failed to mention it last week on the show. A big shout out to the USGA. I don't usually give them a shout out because half the time I think they're they're uh, looking back instead of looking forward. But uh, they recently announced the U.S. Adaptive Open Championship, adding to their uh, to bring men, women, professionals, amateurs with physical, sensory, and intellectual impairment into their own opportunity to compete. It's going to be held this year at Pinehurst, second headquarters of the USGA, uh, down at Pinehurst number six for 2022 and 2023. So a big shout out for them um, for actually doing that to be make the game more inclusive. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Haven't made a decision yet whether or not we're going to be able to work it in with everybody's travel plans for a show. We'd like to throw a little Christmas show in there next this next coming week uh, before um, the holiday. We will we shall see. Maybe we should do it after the holiday so we see what exactly uh, what everybody's gotten for Christmas because I got a few things here you know to send up to you boys. But um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, have a safe and happy holidays for everybody here at Golf Talk Live and. Um, you know, we'll talk to you guys on our next show. Christian, hit it long and straight because... It beats me hitting it short and crooked. You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting... Be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.